Welcome to a special edition of the Knowledge Institute podcast, where we discuss the global startup ecosystem with experts, deconstruct their ideas, and share their insights. I'm Jeff Cavanaugh, head of the Infosys Knowledge Institute. Today, we're here with Prasad Joshi, Senior Vice President of Infosys Emerging Technology Solutions. Prasad, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you, Jeff. Thank you for having me here. Great to be here. Prasad, you've been central to harness innovation and accelerate the digitalization of business and industry. Tell us more about the Infosys Innovation Network and its role in this strategy. At the core of it is the drive that no matter how we or our client enterprises do their innovation, the speed, agility, the diversity of ideas that you would get from startup companies and that entire ecosystem of what they bring to the table in terms of new areas, new technologies, new disruptions, and ability to assimilate that in an enterprise context is key to driving the future-proofing of the business. In many ways, 2020, while we would all like to forget the year for the right reasons, it's also technology-wise a transformational year where we have done so much of leap in terms of what we have achieved. What specifically does the Infosys Innovation Network provide your clients? By bringing in a startup in conjunction with us, or we taking that, we offer the Infosys scale. We offer the enterprise readiness as one would look at it. In many ways, we are de-risking it because we have done the due diligence, the homework required to see how they fit into larger solution sets. As required, string them together so they become a string of pearls rather than just a pearl. And it becomes a necklace in that point and then has a different value addition that can be brought in. And that's what you get when you combine Infosys and a startup. And that's what clients are looking for, that they want to de-risk the innovation. They want to limit the dollars and the exposure. But at the same time, they want the highly innovative, highly emerging capabilities that need to come in. And the last part I would advocate is because you're working through a ecosystem model. We are at the center of that ecosystem. Startups are, are, are very much there. The client enterprises are very much there. You get a multiplier effect of investments that the startup has done something and it's getting used in multiple enterprises, different industries, within the same industry, different client bases that we can access. And that multiplier effect is also something that clients can leverage in terms of managing their investments. So those are the things that I would consider as this is where clients start to see a significant benefit. Conceptually, it sounds great. Can you make it real? Can you give a real life example from both a startup as well as the client's perspective and how it all came together? Personally, we have scanned in my team close to 2,000 startups world over. They're from different parts of the world. There are about 100 to 120 at any given point in time that are in different stages of evaluation for the things that we were talking about, that we need to qualify them, we need to de-risk clients' business. So there are certain attributes that we need. And then about 65 of those are today actively involved in something or the other with our clients. Now, you asked me for an example. Let me take a couple of examples. We were looking at what can be done in terms of the security and, and related aspects that come up. And we found a startup in uh, Europe that has a very innovative approach to how to sort of fingerprint things. But this is a different type of fingerprint. What they have hypothesized and built systems and algorithms and improved a tremendous level of accuracy in that process is everyone, every user who types, types with a certain pattern. So I may be logging in and hacking into Jeff's account because I know password, I may succeed and so on. All right, Jeff may have standard corporate issues that happen that people share passwords. Well, you can lock it in in a manner where we will be able to detect the pattern of password typing as a user 
by Jeff versus the same string. It's the same password one, two, three string that is being typed. But if Prasad types it, the pattern is different. And this kind of capability is something that we were able to look at as we started doing a biometric-centric capability for one of our telecom providers. We also have digital customer service and intelligent routing of calls. And, and we have used an AI startup that understands the incoming speech in real time can do things like the sentiment analysis, mood analysis type of capabilities. Not only that, it can pick up keywords to help understand where the call should be directed and in the process directed to the right place. Since you mentioned examples, I think one interesting aspect too is the financial side. Is it more of a connection? How do uh, financials or the economics work between the startups and the clients? What we have been able to do is bring in a short list of startups, get them to connect and understand the enterprise problems at that scale and depth that is required. Many times, especially when the startups are in their early stages, they do not have a good problem statement itself to work. So that in there comes startups first win that they get a highly contextualized place to work with so that they can sharpen their wares. Now, is that commercial as yet? Probably not. I'm not talking dollars and cents, but there is a match. The startup starts to have an affinity towards the problem statement that they are trying to solve. We go through these stages. We have had paid pilots, wherein the actual commerce that a six weeks pilot was done and a few hundred thousand dollars were invested in order to make that happen. That has worked in. We have also taken some of these IP. Uh, I talked about Cortex and uh, role of digital customer service in AI. Live enterprise application platform, it has five startups embedded as part of this platform. This is where the role of orchestration starts to come, wherein uh, Leap, live enterprise application platform, is the way we would do application management as we roll this forward. And if a particular solution happens to be the best in the market, we will plug that in. So we have looked at capabilities where process mining can happen, process busting can happen. And every time we win a large deal, Leap becomes a default way by which we're going to look at that application management portfolio. We're going to look at how do I optimize that portfolio. We need to look at how do we bring in live enterprise principles to make it future-proof. Along the way, as this business rolls out and Leap starts to get used, the startups start to play their role in terms of the access to clients space, problem statement, and actual dollars. That's the second space where you're going to get actual commercial dollars. One of the things that also be interesting to know is how long does it take Typically, from the time you start a discussion, let's say you've vetted a startup and you could work with them from the time that a, a connection or an opportunity is surfaced to actually them delivering work, or helping a client. I think there is a sort of a method to madness or, or how do you sustain this answer to it? And then there is always that maverick situation. So this edge computing cybersecurity startup went from first presentation, sort of multiple leaders from Infosys side being there to this new business model being generated in about 10 weeks. Now, to me, that's passion. That's that sort of maverick ways of looking at it and opportunity presenting it. Typically, we have seen anywhere between three months to six months to make sure that there is steady progress. We say this upfront to our startup partners. We also offer them ways by which some of this involvement, their awareness of what the opportunities might look like, their awareness of how Infosys is building the scale to support the business, our ability to bring them into client conversations early on or put their wares into our living labs where the innovation is showcased. They start to get that visibility and that three to six months doesn't feel like it. The feedback that I have picked up is doesn't feel like a long cycle. It feels like we have been able to move along 
tune ourselves. And when the actual deal closed, we were able to be ready for it. This is the feedback that I have picked up in the success stories that we have had. What are some of the things that get in the way? If a startup is out there, a founder is listening and saying, you know, is, is this for me? What advice would you have to a founder, maybe either get involved with this innovation network or, or something like it? When a successful capability is brought in, at least in our organization, I would think a lot of enterprises are very similar to ours, that there is a viral effect. And everybody wants to take advantage or benefit from this new kid on the block. And everybody brings in, come talk to my client, work the same. And what we have learned is that that kind of bandwidth the founders don't have. They need sharper definitions. They need qualified opportunities. They need stronger access to market where their runways are of a different type. And we have been able to work that in. We have been able to bring in measures such as give them an amplification factor through Infosys Living Labs qualify them enough before we make an announcement that they are ready for primetime sales opportunities, provide them capabilities internally within Infosys to have sort of a micro practice, if I may call it a micro practice centered around that particular startup, whereby you start to offer them buffers or insulation that will avoid burnouts, but at the same time, take them closer to that journey that they are doing. So that is one part that we have learned and we have worked on. To go from strength to strength, what are you looking at now and where do you see the innovation network in the next couple of years? As you know, Jeff, we recently completed a set of tech compasses and that's our guidebook. Tech Compass is actually quite a beefy document where we're looking at the trends and capabilities. We also do these in terms of the emerging spaces and Horizon 3 trends and so on. We have recently launched some of our campaigns around cloud, cobalt, or applied AI, and things are happening in that space. Uh, as a result of that, we are in the process of launching this digital customer service platform, Cortex, that is in the market. We're launching AI cloud of our own. These are all just publicly announced capabilities, so I use them as examples. There are many such initiatives, and, and as the leader for innovation within the company, we have view into many of these options. We are significantly enhancing our abilities for co-innovating with our clients where we can come together in Living Labs and ask the how might we question. When you ask that how might we question, it throws up a set of challenge statements that then you can use to go out to startups and say, these are things that we are seeing in the market. This is what our customers are seeing. So the network size has increased dramatically. And I think our focus is to make sure that the next set of things, and I can go on for what are the spaces and so on, but I think a lot of people who are listening to us today are, are in that mindset that they know AI is the big thing. They know cyber is the next big thing. They know quantum computing is the next big thing. So I, a lot cite those specific instances. We also know that financial services change and the role of fintechs, retail technology and retail tech, and, and likewise are also emerging. So I'll not take those broad brushes, but instead leave it at that part that the next strategies of what we as a company are working on, and I took some of the examples that have been made public, and the role of startups. So as an innovation leader, for example, me and my team are spending significant amount of time to ask the question, can we partner with somebody? Can we partner with a startup? Can we partner with a startup group within another enterprise? and bring this out together to strengthen our ecosystem. And that to me is the way I see some of the immediate future to come up. If an innovation leader or business leader for, for large companies listening to this, what advice do you have for them as they consider working with an innovation network like Infosys or, or even trying to do this on their own? What, what are some um, tips and guides for working with an orchestrator or a startup? 
first and foremost working with a startup is a change of mindset for the enterprise we have gone through that ourselves I mean, whether you look at it as live enterprise and how we transformed infosys to be live enterprise before we started taking it out in the market we had to undergo that kind of a change ourselves to say that not everything needs to be built by me in fact i can find faster ideas better ideas stronger ideas diverse set of ideas if i was able to tap into this network and that mindset change because we build a lot of ip for infosys this mindset change is a crucial step that business leaders innovation leaders on our client side or any enterprise for that matter needs to adopt into because that also is a subscription to we understand ecosystems and ecosystem plays are the right ones to go having done that change or having done that shift in mindset per se then there are things that come up in terms of balancing the needs of getting excited with startups and delivering an outcome that is required for my team because many times when you start watching new trends and new capabilities and you start to get your toys in your hands it is possible to look at it in in that manner and and i am blessed with being part of a company like infosys where quarterly outcomes matter so even though i have the r&d or the innovation hat i still have to justify that ideas that we produced are revenue worthy and that to me that ability to sense and transform it into early visibility to what the actual commercialization is not every time you will get revenue sometimes you will get differentiation sometimes you will get brand sometimes you will get cost optimization all of these are valid levers so so that's second thing that i would advocate that as you make the shift from being able to rely on an ecosystem what is the outcome that that ecosystem can give me and how do i pull the levers and then sustain the rapid implementation pace because we are working with really smaller companies and for them to thrive for them to grow they need rapid responses that is what enterprises need to do let these little companies that are called startups bring that innovation curiosity ability to challenge the status quo and then make a change for us as well amazing as we wrap up prasad what resources do you recommend so folks can learn more we have a email id iin_community@infosys.com this comes to several of us uh, so anyone who's listening please write an email and we'll be more than happy to engage connect share more information we do have a link i would simply say google infosys innovation network and we should be the first hit on the search so take a look at that there are public forums there are articles Jeff you have yourself initiated some of these in the knowledge institute uh, pursuits that we have followed so that could be another great place to get started but simplest google it we should be the first link and iin_community@infosys.com uh, these should be the two ways to access the information really rapidly and everyone you can find details on our show notes and transcripts at infosys.com/iki in our podcast section prasad Thank you so much again for your time and a highly interesting discussion. Thank you Jeff. Uh, thank you for having me here and it's an exciting time for startup led innovation and the ecosystem that you're working on so look forward to hearing more comments and feedback. Absolutely. Everyone, you've been listening to the Knowledge Institute special edition where we talk with experts on the global startup ecosystem, deconstruct the main ideas and share the insights. Thanks to our producers Catherine Burdett, Christine Calhoun and Dylan Cosper. Until next time, keep learning, keep sharing and keep innovating.